Hey everybody, it's another Podzuki Super Sentai Brothers side project. That's right, we're having back on the Kaijin Kansas City bad boys, Nathan Parker and Zach Boyce to host with me to talk with Billy Dean about a bunch of more crazy episodes of Super Sentai. Um, yeah, I would say Himitsu Sentai Go Ranger at this point is a, a certified classic. We're like getting into the 20s and every episode just gets more wild and harder to explain, which is exactly what I'm looking for. But as always, Billy Dean's a great guest. You're in for a fun time. And I don't gotta say much more. Just get to it. Start listening. What are you doing? Get out of here. Get. Get. Whoa. 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 Keep my business off the ground. Switch my style like I switch hands. Going to war in foreign land. Fuck out the way, bitch. Back it up. Shit better get played in the palace. Wait. Oh, that's a bad idea. Did any of you watch The Bear? Yeah. No, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Working enough kitchens, I can. Especially when it's a show that's like based all around anxiety and stress too. Yeah, yeah it's like, oh, you know how you did that to for ten hours today? How about let's watch a one hour job. Watch somebody that. else yeah. do it. But yeah. everything goes wrong and they all screaming fuck you at each other. It'll feel good. Yeah. It'll feel good after work. They set it in River North, which is the funniest part. It yeah. makes no sense for that setting. There's well, like, like shootings in front yeah. of it. There's yeah. like mob guys hanging out. What was her name? Ashley Ray. She wrote a thing about how like She's like, I worked in River North, and, like, it's that, you know, she was like, the good thing about Mr. Beef was, like, I worked in River North, but I couldn't afford to eat in River North, and that was, like, one of the only places. Right, right. So to kind of, like, dirty it down and be like, you know, it seems really weird. It's, I'm of two folds of that, of, like, Ashley Ray's takedown of it is really great, but I'm also, like, get so little in Chicago about us. It's, it's so nice to have a win at a show that's good. Yeah. And they, they do I'm enough. for that. Yeah, they do enough research where it's not embarrassing and well... They, they go to Alice's at one point. Yeah. They, they have a whole episode where they talk about Sarah's, too, um, and they actually do all the things correctly of saying, you go there early if you want to keep day drinking, um, Blackhawk, you know, sightings there pretty yeah. often, too. And then also, um, I think they did also mention... Oh, no, they didn't mention... They showed Pequod's in this season, too. Yeah. Um, when uh, one of the families wanted to get deep dish in this high-end restaurant. I think it's a good show. I do really like it. A little I bit. actually do like it, yeah. Second season, I thought, got better. Second season got a lot. Well, also because the one, like, uh, Richie, the one cousin, I like that there's a lot more focus on him because he's just such a fun character, and also that actor's great. He was uh, he was in um, Andor as well, and really fantastic in that. God, Andor was so good. Yeah. I still don't watch Andor. It's, it's, you should watch Andor. I'm, I'm upset at Andor. I often will say this because like, I wanted to be out because I'm just so tired of Star Wars. I'm like, I don't need it anymore yeah. in my life. And then they made the best show that Star Wars has. I'm like, fuck. I, just, I was going to be free. Yeah. I was in the same situation, but I actually did like stop watching Andor like halfway through the season. And I will finish it, but I just like, I realized at a certain point, like I'm as good as this show is, I'm just not invested in this universe anymore. I'm, yeah, I'm Disney'd out. I'm done. Everything that they've acquired. Well, I think because it's like you can't get that taste of filth whenever you're watching their product because you know that's exactly where we are right now in our industry. Why everything is so bad because of specifically things of like Disney Plus. Not saying writers. The fact that they're huge scabbers every time this happens too. That's what I loved about it, though. They got Disney to publish a show about opposing fascism. Opposing fascism. And going, funny. like, as hard left as you could, I imagine, oh, yeah, for, for a sure. show. Because that's the thing of, like, we'll eventually get into the episode, because I'm fine just talking to get in a riff here. But, like, I do have to say this about, like, 
there's so much like fucking centricism in everything, even though when it's like supposedly left message. Like, well, sometimes the bad guys have a, you know, they're humans too. And this one's like, fucking kill the Empire. Just, they should all yeah. be dead. Like, it would have been so much less yeah. good if at the end she was like, vote them out. <laughs> that's why you gotta vote. But I love that it's one of the few shows I've seen in a while that's like, if you are under a fascist regime, you can give them no quarter. Because they're just going to keep gaining yeah. power. I do like seeing that story told. Yeah. Because it's like, it's it's basically against what America believes if you really think about it. Because guess what? I don't want to say it. Fascist power. Mm, sorry, wait. sorry, you had to find out on this. That podcast. can't be right. Yeah, Hang on, let me Google that real quick. <laughs> no, it says, "Wait, America good." Is America fascist? <laughs> I got a guy that has a, a, a connect with raw water that'll tell you. You got right now. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> did, scared me. Did your friend drink it though? He was drinking it uh, when I get, when I got up there, and as soon as the dude left the room, I was like, "Don't, don't drink that." Like I, I told him why. Raw water? Have you heard of raw water? I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> raw water is this really dumb trend where people think that they could just like go out to a river, fill it up with, uh, fill up a thing of water and drink it, and that's better somehow. Oh, because yeah, you it get has fresh like, bacteria. Because, yeah, because it's got like uh, natural naturalness in it and, or whatever. Yeah, nature, that thing that's always trying to kill us, it's got a bunch of that in it. You know? So I was doing a job at somebody's house. The customer had just finished telling me about how he heard recently that all pigeons are actually domesticated and the only ones you see on the street have just escaped and are lost. Mm -hmm. And so he had rescued one that was in a cage in his house. That was his rescue pigeon. And then I went outside and I came back and he was like giving this guy I was training raw water to drink and like telling him how healthy it was. And like, I was, yeah, I wanted to die. I mean, it, it is that thing of, like, I think you're brought up because it's talking about, like, bottled water. It's like, if you go to somebody's house probably, and you don't know them, it's probably best to do bottled water. These are, by the way, raw seltzer. I got it from the river. <laughs> <laughs> A seltzer river? Yeah. And it's it is cold. gross. It's full of so much allergy. I feel like we let him sit around for a month yeah. until it gets kind of black. And so many VIP wristbands <laughs> in it, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. Okay, I should... Get to the intro. Uh, welcome to the Super Sentai Side Project, brothers. I said it wrong. Um, we're doing. We're we're talking more Super Sentai, the original Himitsu Sentai Go Rangers. We have on the usual uh, Kansas City Kaiju's or Kaijins. Oh my god, I fucked up. That's so embarrassing. Jesus. Okay, yeah, <laughs> Kaijins are weird. Stranger means in Japanese. That's when you have the monsters that are human size. Kaijus are the giant, tall monsters. Uh, I'm Brandon, one of the Kansas City Kaijins. I'm Nathan, normal sized monster. <laughs> I'm Zach, uh, Guinness record holder for most Momo Ranger tattoos. So, oh man, we got, we got some good ones to talk about. Mm -hmm. uh, we specifically, uh, we'll, we'll get into it before. I should introduce our guests. Um, returning champion for Podzuki, but first time on the side project one here. Um, it's, it's the lovely Billy Dean. Yeah, was I supposed to come up with a thing? No. no. Pure human. You can just, yeah, you can do, I like pure human. <laughs> raw Michigan, pure human. <laughs> <laughs> raw water, raw Michigan, raw Billy. Billy and the raw, raw dog, Tim oh, Allen. He's still doing those voices for the pure Michigan mm -hmm. commercials, right? I hope so. Yeah. That would make me want to Can't that man get a break? It's probably like a court-ordered thing, to be honest. <laughs> I wonder about that. I honestly would believe that, because if you know, I mean, a lot of people know the history of like him 
being both a drug felon, which is not a bad thing, but when you're turning on it, it is. Because you're conservative, so it is evil. Yeah, it's weird, but like normally I'm like, no, drugs should be legal. But except in his case, I'm like, no, he should be punished. <laughs> he should like, be he well, didn't he kind of get get off uh, because he he informed it? He snitched. Yeah, yeah, he, he, was snitched. Snitched. yeah he snitched, yeah. and then they put him on TV. Well, you know, I liked Home Improvement, so there. Yeah, we can look. I mean, can we separate the artist from the art? <laughs> Who, yes. What's the name of the older kid in that? Didn't he, he? I think he just like lost a Bitcoin fortune or something. He's Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah. That's the middle. No, one. no, not no, the that's other Randy. one. That's Randy. Randy. Zachary Ty Bryan. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Whatever happened to the Taylor Thomas? So you don't really hear about it. JTT. Anymore. Yeah. He got out. <laughs> he yeah. got out. Anytime <laughs> I hear about that, it's just so much respect because it's just such a shit show. He got that Lion King money. He bolted. You know? I mean, I one of my favorite actors in the state still is Rick Moranis, and like he left Hollywood because he got rich, and then he wanted to spend time raising his family and making country albums. That what a fucking is. baller! Like it's just such That's how a, you win. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you make Little Shop of Horrors, and then you just be a good dad? Like, yeah. come on. That's... He's basically a MySpace Tom for the real ones, you yeah. know? Uh, he's still, God bless him. I mean, even back in the day, he was like, maybe we shouldn't take everyone's privacy and data. And then Zuckerberg's like, I will become the world's biggest monster. <laughs> I am that destroyer of worlds. Can, uh, I mean, we're, I guess we're getting sidetracked before we have episodes and what we're going to talk about and give a summary of what this podcast is. You have to wake fucking pigs at home. Um... You piece of shit <laughs> for enjoying my podcast. You've got ideas. Yeah. But uh, I, I got myself distracted for what he's going to say now. What was I just talking about? Introducing the show. Yeah, okay. Good one, Billy. Catch on quick, kid. Yeah. Yeah. I got so excited about talking about something that I forgot about, which just makes me feel like I do have the brain of a golden retriever. Um, yeah, we're still talking Super Sentai. We're glad to have you back for this one, Billy, because uh, I think the thing I've really enjoyed about this is we're going through the original Himitsu Sentai Go Rangers, which is from 1975, what eventually would become Power Rangers. Um, you can kind of see the structure in a little bit. Oh, yeah. But I really like having on guests and friends to talk about it. I've never seen it and throw them in the middle of the show and see what you think. And I just, without giving away too much, what's your general feelings on the show? I love that it's batshit insane. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think that's the consensus. Yeah. It's like instead of a Megazord, they use a volleyball? That rules. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's... I like spike it. It's <laughs> bad guy explodes brutally violently. Well, that's that, uh, that was. I just want that's new actually in the last few episodes. They used to kill them. They explode, but they're like they're not suffering enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you wouldn't get like the fire. Insert, the, hell, yeah. the insert of their fire, their faces on fire. <laughs> that's brand new. Like the last three episodes, they're really so. upping. Yeah, the the mania and violence. I just love the idea of like the writer staff and they're getting together. One of the writers like, we need to show that they've gone to hell. Like not just that they've died. <laughs> It just, it's so beautiful. Um, yeah, we're doing episode 17, 18, and 19. We usually do like four, but we let you know the night before for recording. So like, let's take one episode off. I accidentally watched an extra. So. It's, it's really good. I mean, my favorite thing too, and I think I mentioned this when I was messaging you about it, is that I've told all the guests, if you get time, maybe watch the first episode. And then I'll immediately tell them it will not make any of this make any sense. Still. <laughs> it's, yeah. It sets up, uh, it's, it sets up nothing, essentially. Yeah. It's. I still don't know what's going on, honestly. So yeah. we got some good. Uh, I think we got some actual good, good world building stuff in these episodes. Yeah, quite frankly, did. to try to spin it on topic, we had the Führer mentioned by name. Finally, <laughs> that, that was that kind of we've been waiting for yeah. that so, yeah. the whole time. I'm just like, so the bad guys in the clan, or as I like <laughs> to call them, white people's Michael Jordan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what if I start doing that? Uh, pulls some, pull the wrong hairs on certain people, but. He's our Michael Jordan. They're like, all right, I don't, 
<laughs> 23. <laughs> I did this in Kyle, by the way. I probably should have done that. Um, uh, that's bad. <laughs> I didn't even have to say what I was doing on the podcast. <laughs> um, I do want to say, I do want to uh, say to the listeners, I do think Hitler is very bad. But not because I but I'm really glad they mentioned him directly for the inspiration because um so the guy who made this is the same guy who made Common Rider, the manga artist by the name of uh, Ishinomoro uh, Mori, and uh, he really hated fascism. So I like that when all of his mangas and when he's making these series, like I want to make sure like these guys are like they're like Nazis, they're fascists, you know that they're bad. And I think it brings back to what we were talking about earlier of like you just can't do that anymore days like where you're just like. We need to make sure that they're clearly evil. And people are like, ooh, I don't know. It makes me a little comfortable. Yeah. But I, I like that. I like that it's a clear evil villain and force. So, more power to them. You know, so. It'd be very weird if they had made it morally gray. Or yeah. it's just like, oh no, the guy in the KKK hood, he's got some motivation. Yes. Oh, black hair mask. Yeah. He actually donates to the church. Childhood. He's going to die soon, so he's trying to get yeah. money raised for his kids. A real Breaking Bad situation. Yeah, he's a vet, you know? Yeah. And it's like, okay, <laughs> like, let's. The real enemy is the BA system. It know? would be funny if, like, he's a vet. He was fighting for the Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta, I mean, you gotta support the troops. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think we should just get into it for, I'm trying to pull up the episode titles, but um, we're on episode 17, which I remember is Purple Theme Park, I just forgot the second part after that. I don't have it in front of me, but uh, Purple Theme Park pretty covers it. Uh, <laughs> that was... Yeah. Anybody want to describe what happens? Oh my god. <laughs> this is a this is going to be a tough one to describe, I feel like, for this episode. Uh, so they have like a, a dry a dry bomb, a bomb for making things dry. Yeah, they're gonna get rid of all the water. They're gonna right? get rid of all the water, yeah. which they've already tested on Africa. Yeah, and yeah, the footage they showed was concerning. <laughs> it was. I don't know exactly what they were trying to suggest, well, but they just tested their weapon on Africa, and then they were gonna basically turn Japan into. Africa. Africa? They also said the African front lines, which implies there's multiple theaters of war for the Black Cross Army, right. which I find fascinating. <laughs> yeah. they, they've, they've, they've had more success in Africa than yeah. they've had in Japan so far. Yeah, what's going uh, on there? It, I really think we should find out more about the, the African people who are suffering yeah. under the Black Cross. I just, it seems important. Yeah, they, I, it is definitely a very Japan-centric of like... I, 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 they have so much they mentioned that's going out where I, I kind of want to see that because, like you said, it's fun world building. And uh, I don't think we would be equipped to see how they'd handle that with such limited budget either. So, probably absolutely fucking Yeah, wild. the budget is hilarious. It's like their budget is what they found in the garage. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, amazing. In this very episode, they they use that budget very well because we basically get a scene where, uh, where Momo Ranger is on like a. Uh, like a mission out of all the president's men. She's like going to get information from Deep Throat in a parking garage. <laughs> yeah. That was great. <laughs> uh, excellent scene. Uh, oh, I found finally the full title. That's what's taking me a little please. bit. The Purple Theme Park, exclamation, a demonic cemetery. Great. Once again, love these titles. Yeah. It's a good title. Insane. Yeah. I wonder if it's like more rhythmic in Japanese. Like oh, it shit. sounds less insane. <laughs> they have the actual date this aired on here too. August 9th, 1975. That's oh, fun. my birthday. Oh, is that really true? Well... 
13 years early. You yeah. Know, whatever. That's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, my birthday episode was great because Black Hair Mask throws dirty weaves at people. We gotta talk about this. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, <that really? laughs> okay, we had so much going on with this dude. First off, his face is fucked. I love that so much. Like, his face is so fucked. His weapon's a comb. His, and, and dentures. Yeah. And dentures. But the comb is also a rocket launcher, which is pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. It's a... Uh, I love the, the scenes where he's using the, the bite attack and it's just like literally the prop of it <laughs> flying forward and then just landing on Mido Ranger or, and then he's just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> they, they have to like pull, they just uh, pull the teeth uh, off hey. of his yeah. clothes. And then he's fine. It didn't do anything. Yeah. He projects his teeth and it's like not even effective. He's like, aren't you terrified? And they're like, no. Why are you didn't even break skin. <laughs> uh, but they're, they're, like, I, I want to talk about him throwing hair on people because it's just the most insane, like, gross. It's very It gross. is very gross. Genuinely disgusting, like, when they're in the, um, the, 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 the Ferris wheel. Ferris, Ferris wheel. Yeah. Yeah. That is the grossest looking Ferris wheel yeah. I've ever and seen. And they have, like, like smoke movie. coming off it, too. Oh, uh, it looks, it's like. It felt very growing up St. Joe County 4-H fair, fair ride. There's <laughs> hair, there's gas, Ooh. there's a guy hitting people with a cone. Yeah. <laughs> it's razor sharp for some reason. It's, Things are exploding. <laughs> they shouldn't be. Yeah, it's, uh, the build-up to this, too, is that they're basically, like, in this abandoned theme park where they find that black hair mask is after getting information of where the, the dry bomb, I guess is what we'll call it, is, so they need to get it. Um, and when they're going through the house, uh, the haunted house in the theme park, it made me want to go back and watch Haosu. Have you ever seen Haosu? Oh, good God. Because it does all yeah. the weird coloring and shots like that. Very it's similar. actually a pretty good call. The the fun house is very Haosu. Yeah. I, I feel like I already know what I'm going to do for my recommendation at this end of this episode, but Haosu is one of my favorite. I don't know if I can call it movies experiences of all time. It's it's just insane. It's it one is of those, a movie experience. It's it, not a movie. It's a movie experience. It's a movie experience. It's definitely made by an auteur, as they say. Not yes. Like, I always feel like when people are saying that, they want to say another word, but <laughs> they can't anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's a real auteur, if you know what I mean. Um, I'll tell you, there's a real auteur scoring this episode. It's wild. <laughs> the jazz flute was my favorite part. There's a lot of fun going on with this one. Uh, uh, curry. So, also for these episodes, I've been keeping a curry count of how much Daita the Yellow Ranger eats. Just one bowl this just episode. Just one this episode, yeah. Very conservative. Makes up for it later. Yeah, don't worry. Oh, yeah. He, he gets Oh, out yeah, he... <laughs> <laughs> Big boy goes wild. Let me just say, and the crowd goes wild for it. Um, I also love that he does not know what a riddle means at all. No, it's just like a question, <laughs> which is insane. They've been doing riddles every episode with this little kid in the in their little cafe, and he just is like eight steps behind this five year old. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we've talked about this, and to get you like up to speed, what we've been doing each episode, really, just us talking about how much we love Dido, the Yellow Ranger, how much we love Momo. The, or I should say Peggy, the Momo Ranger, the pink one. I love that they have an episode together, too, in the next one. But, oh, um, yeah. I feel like those characters are, like, the standout for it, but, like, he's just... He's you just like Cowboy Ranger? Cowboy Ranger's great, because he turned out to be uh, on the spectrum a few episodes ago, uh, we found out, so we're a big fan of him. Like, officially? Yeah, well, I um, mean, like, the plane is his best friend. Yeah, he said know? he just likes working on the plane. I'm like, oh, we know what he is. He's, he's big into trains. Yeah. He likes modes of transportation. Yeah. He's stimming a little bit here and there, you know? He's, he's doing all the usual Also, stuff. he's dressed like a cowboy, and I feel like that's another yeah. sign. <laughs> <laughs> he's our, he's our neurodivergent... Fuck. He's our neurodivergent king. 
That is really hard for me to say. Neurodivergent King. Toy Boat. Okay. Neurodivergent King. Don't do it. I also love that mix of like what that cast is because it's supposed to be like teens and then a cowboy and then like a 50 year old. It's like one random old guy. Yeah. The the main guy is like, I feel like just the springboard, like, he's just a guy. Like, I feel like for Kaijo, the Red Ranger. He's just, he's there, and he's like, I am the main guy. Yeah, it's like I, had, I had a midlife crisis, yeah. and I moved yeah. into this. I don't know how I ended up here. <laughs> if, if you guys haven't caught up yet, his job is beach. <laughs> <laughs> that was so fun. That was, we'll, we'll talk about it later. Also, I, I, I want to talk, okay, that's a, the next episode, I think, but like, he keeps showing up with Agent, I think, uh, 007, who's the one uh, female agent who's not a ranger, and then there's 08, who's her friend. I'm like, I think they're a throuple. I'm getting this impression. Yeah. Like, they're it's in a poly poly vibes, yeah. They yeah. do kind of vibes. always yeah. show up together, then they seem to have their own little, like, uh, their energy. Yeah. Very, <laughs> like, they all go home together. Yeah. You know, like that kind of energy. Yeah, they, they all argue about which episode of SVU to watch. Yeah. <laughs> or to put it another way, they have a motorcycle with two sides. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know what, what I'm I mean. saying? Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean this this there's a lot going on in this episode, but it's the usual build up. You know, they get to them, they have the show off with uh, Black Hair Mask. And um, It's a sweet fight though. It's a really good they fight. They fight on a lion cage. Remember yeah. the lions? They fight in the, yeah. in the theme park. Man. There's cheetahs below them when they're on the one thing. I, I do like that they even have it where one of the stunt actors, I think, in the Green Ranger suit, like jumps out of the way of a roller coaster. Oh, that was yeah. sick! Yeah, 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 that was a good stunt. Yeah, I like that one a lot. They they did some really good choreography. And you know, it one. didn't even look like I would assume for a stunt like that they would sort of speed up the footage. You know, like they oh no, they, they, they didn't have the budget. Speed. I think they yeah. really risked no, his life. They literally yeah, just sure. ran that thing at yeah. him and he jumped out of the way. You know, like awesome. we have one shot at this and whatever <laughs> happens, we're putting it in the episode. Yeah. You know. As the MVP. <laughs> Good for him. I'm glad he survived. Um, they get into the fight then with the uh, black hair mask, and I, I love every once in a while when they get to like the finisher, which like you said, it is just a superpowered volleyball. That comes <laughs> yeah. um, every once in a while, there's a villain that has like a twist, like you can't kill me, I'm invincible. His was like you can't beat me because my comb's invincible, and then Green Ranger's like, well, fuck your comb, and he's like, no. <laughs> Specifically, it was my life ends when I lo- run out of like. Teeth, teeth on, on my comb. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, duh. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Are you an idiot? Of course. Yeah. We had Why'd s- you bring your comb, you idiot? <laughs> I, I almost want to do this, but it'd have to require you not seeing an episode and us describing to you, because last episode we had Sadie Lancreen on, and she only watched one of the four episodes. And our favorite thing, I think, about it was that we got to ask her, what do you think this villain's power is? We'll just tell you what they are. So it's like, okay, we have Mirror Mask. What's his power? And she'd be like, well, he reflects. He's like, no, he can go into walls and make a green spot appear. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like the, you can never guess what they're going to do for the villains, which I think is why the show keeps so fun. Yeah, the one I accidentally watched was Steel Ring Mask, and I never would have guessed that he could like turn into... That's a great one. Steel yeah. Ring Mask fucking rules. Yeah. <laughs> also, he like, brutally murders a few people in his episode. Yeah, and then he just like, abducts a kid on a yacht, and then, yeah. then he just fo- the family follows him the whole time. Yeah. It's great. There's a lot of abductions in this show. Tons of abductions. Which our next episode, which I'll get to 18, which is Horrible Black Crusaders Attack According to the Secret Plan. Um, You know what I was saying? You have one abduction, maybe. Like, you get one or two people. Let's abduct all of the children. Um, And brainwash them. And brainwash them. Yeah, child soldiers. Yeah. You know, they were talking about 
Did anybody game. think that Squid Game got a lot of their aesthetic from from the child soldiers? Uh, absolutely. The, yeah. It was very Squid Game with the Cyclops. The Cyclops uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I wanted to talk about this too. There's one line at the very beginning of the episode of like how they need to take Cyclops down and like we have to destroy him. He's going around insulting boys and girls. I'm like, that's weird language to use. <laughs> 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 I, mean, I mean, if he is assaulting, we should definitely do something about that immediately. <laughs> I, I, I hate to use phrasing at a time like this, but come on. He's grooming the children. <laughs> uh. There's a lot of parallels I could make right now. Thinking about modern days and that, mm-hmm. but I don't need to go down that. Uh, it's okay. Once again, Cyclops mask. That's the main villain for this episode. Um, his his whole plan is not the usual affair of like we had of like let's get this X weapon to do Y thing to Japan and then we'll be victorious. Mostly just mass murder usually. Yeah, but, but no, not this time. But no, he literally is like let's steal all the children and make him our soldiers. And I'm like, okay, that's a little bit too close to home for us Americans. Let's not do that, okay? <laughs> but that's his mission. Christ. He's right. Promise them Dodge Chargers and they'll fight yeah. for us or whatever. <laughs> you, you'll have your college paid for, is what yeah. he kept telling all the kids. <laughs> you'll have a shot at getting out of here. Um... <laughs> Man, it, uh, it's depressing to think about America, isn't it? Um, this is why I watch this show, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's in a different country. Uh, this was aired on... Now that I have this feature, this is kind of fun to do. Well, it's a week later, so it's August 16, 1975. That makes sense. Wow, weekly show. It's a, Hey, guys, I got good news. It is a weekly show. <laughs> I feel like it's also filmed weekly. Like, they do that in the four days before air time. We're, we're it's like a, South Park. Yeah, it's, it's not something they're prepping ahead of time. Like, oh, shit, we gotta go. This is Okay, let's get into this, which is really fun, because uh, one of the things I love about, like, tokusatsu, which is this genre, and that I still watch, like, modern Super Sentai and Kamen Rider shows, it is the year of our lord 2023 and they are still filming where they literally will do two episodes usually a week out before they air um because they literally do a 50 uh episode season each year for both common rider and super sentai it's insane they have maybe a month break and they go and they shoot the next series right away so the writing is superb I'm sure. it is superb writing <laughs> you'll be you'd be surprised they get some gems out but I'm like this definitely came out of blood like this was not, <laughs> not somebody who wrote this made a masterpiece but it wasn't for fun reasons maybe there's like a constant contest like you write in this like a letter and you get to write a script yeah. <laughs> and they're just constantly yeah. farming it and I think this is actually to get really into the nitty gritty because I think the actual production how these shows are made is why I find Tokusatsu really fascinating to me too is Subaraya Productions who do Ultraman they only do 25 episode seasons each year, and they'll take a break every now and then, which sounds insane to us, but that's like the more chillaxed, laid back one yeah, of the two, right. of all the two. Uh, which actually, like, they usually do have better production, better quality, and better writing, and it's almost like you can just see the direct line. And then you're like, man, I wonder how Japan is like about unionization in their, their film industry. Like, they're not. Yeah, <laughs> but. Uh, in a big impression, it's a big no. It's a big no. <laughs> uh, it's actually kind of interesting. You mentioned the the, the length of the seasons. I, I I'm just getting this this really funny picture in my head of uh, like Japan, where you have like 50 episode seasons of of I'm sure just more than just Tokusatsu. Yeah. Uh, oh, probably a lot of shows are produced that way. And you have uh, American and European television, which is going to produce like you know between 10 and 24 episodes a season. And you have British TV, which is like three. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like every two to three years. And enjoy it, you. You almost like <laughs> the wider you are, the more time you have. <laughs> 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 Damn. I don't know. Yeah. If that's. <laughs> huh. 
That can't be right. Let me yeah. Google that real quick. <laughs> and it, I just don't think so. In the Netherlands, they make one show every 10 years. Yeah. Like one episode. <laughs> and everybody watches it yeah. all at once. Yeah. The country shuts down. And it's called Eurovision. Okay. I know that's not how Eurovision works. Don't, please don't at me. Um, it's two episodes every 10 years. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is this is a fun one and I, I got distracted here but like talking about Cyclops masks this is another one where none of his powers make sense in any way I was really lost I'm gonna no. be honest with he's this a cyclops one. he can hypnotize you his eyeball glows he can hypnotize you in really like any way but yeah, then he could shoot nerve endings at you out of a staff oh he shoots nerve endings at you and then you can get trapped inside your own mind that's what it, so they were were they, they were in their, they were in their minds they were yes they were yeah, mind palace yeah. that 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 whole scene and how they filmed it was really fun I'm like this this feels like if I was watching this in 75 as a kid I'd be like what is going yeah. on <laughs> I need my mom and my dad this is not right it was pretty fucked up it was weirdly trippy and at yeah. one point it looked like uh, the Red Ranger had like hung himself yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 his legs were yeah <laughs> the only release I can get that um, was a very like druggy moment where you cannot tell if he's upside down or like yeah, hanging no from idea. his his feet or his hands yeah it was weird it's actually pretty good, like the way they shot that. Cause it was like, yeah, this definitely portrays that it's a confusing situation. I think that's why I like these shows because when they actually do make something artful or good, it's like they're under such weird conditions with such limited budgets. You're, you're like, like oh, yeah, yeah, look at that. They're yeah. really thinking. Yeah, that Cyclops mask mind scene was good. You like Hitchcock? Then you need to check <laughs> yeah. out this episode of. There's a great film I just watched uh, this morning, actually. Uh, uh, French film, and I'm bad with my French pronunciation. It's called Beautreville. It's uh, directed by Claire Denis, and uh, part of the the visual storytelling style of the film, uh, for example, like it's it's, it's about uh, uh, French legionnaires in Africa in the late '90s, and uh, not a lot is happening. There's not a lot of action going on. But at one point, a helicopter crashes, and the way that it's uh, portrayed is that there's just a cut to a bunch of flames all of a sudden and the sound of an explosion. And then there's narration that says a helicopter crashed and you see some of the aftermath of it immediately afterwards. And it's directed by Claire Denis. She's one of the greatest filmmakers of all time. And it's extremely artfully done. And it reminds me of fuckload of tokusatsu <laughs> the way that it just they, they just do an insert shot of flames and then aftermath and it, it looks like a lot of the techniques that they're using on the show this okay i gotta go off on a huge tangent here because i'm glad that you mentioned this uh akoji jisiju who's a very famous director that did a lot of the original ultraman and ultra seven episodes a lot of them that are famous and studied in film school to this day not a joke like uh there's an episode of Ultra 7 about uh, these alien race that comes that uses cigarettes to make people fight each other. But a lot of the film <laughs> techniques were very unique for the time. And he was a huge fan of New Wave. So literally he was getting to all these French films like, I'm just going to shoot an episode like that. Um, I'll have to put like actual links up for them maybe for this episode. But like watching them, you can see it right away. Of like This is fucking cool. amazing. I should, do, I should do some Ultraman episodes eventually for this podcast. Um, but yeah, he was this like this weird dude who's like, well, I have to do this show, but I love French New Wave. So yeah. you got some like really wild and well directed Ultraman episodes because of that. So uh, yeah, uh, I I think I think maybe they're, they're, these styles are informing each other. Yeah. I think there's some cross pollination. <laughs> you could teach, I mean, you could teach at least a college class or two on this. I feel like the the crossover and Venn diagram of 
tokusatsu from the 60s and 70s in French New Wave. And this podcast will be part of the curriculum. Yeah. (laughs) And you have to listen to it. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Uh, This episode gets disturbing at the end. Yeah. Can can we just talk about, like, the little, like, suicide plot? The mass suicide plot? The suicide plot is very interesting because, like, a very quick beat to get there... You have Daita and Peggy infiltrate as pretend soldiers, or basically they become turncoats. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't want to jump oh, no. over there. Oh, well, we can get over there. They're awesome espionage plot. It's really it's fun. Cool. They have a they have a fake fight with Kaijo slash the, right, the Red Ranger. Oh, yeah, that was so great. That, like, turns real almost. Yeah. Where he's like, what are you, you're hitting hard. I just <laughs> love that. I love that. That whole dialogue was funny. It's like, hey, come on, we're just joking around. And he's like, I'm punching you as hard as I can. Like, what the hell, dude? Yeah. They do it to basically have a fake fight so they can shoot open the cell to let all the kids out. Um, we Which finally... they do with a headbutt attack. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was going to say. Did they shoot something? Because his head just... I think exploded. they're implying that his head's so hard that it hits it and it's like metal clashing with sparks coming out. So. Yeah, it was, it was like an explosion effect from some guy going like that. Yeah. It was well, insane. The, the thing with Dida and whenever he's fighting is that he will often say like, You have made me so mad! Yeah. And now my anger will make me super strong! <laughs> yeah. Or he'll say, You should not have done that! It has pissed me off! And then he picks that dude up and crushes him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was literally one episode. It was really fun. <laughs> oh like they God. had it where like his body went limp, and they dropped him afterwards. Like, damn, Jesus Christ! Uh, he broke every bone in the man's body. Yeah. Yeah. No, but he, uh, the headbutt attack is new to us. Like, mm. the, like that's just like a new attack that they mm. came up for him for this episode, and I loved it. Yeah, yeah. explosive headbutts. Mm-hmm. Good for him. But they they free all the kids. Cyclops. This kind of goes to have a big back and forth of like Cyclops mass gets all of them back, and then he's like, "Well, it doesn't matter this time because I'm going to tell all these kids to jump off a cliff if you don't listen to me." Um, and one of my favorite things about this episode, and I think it's a really good payoff, is I kept saying to myself, where's Blue Ranger? What's he up oh to? Oh my gosh. And then he just shows up and shoots him in the eye, like, hey, fuck you! Directly <laughs> <laughs> in the eye. Yeah. Oh my god. Twice, I want to say. Well, he shoots, him, he shoots him in the eye, but it goes into, like, the special nerve that he's using to control everyone. Yeah. Yeah, it was, he's a blue cherry, and then boom, it shoots also, a nerve. it was weird when they're in that, like, headspace scene and the Red Ranger turns and sees that nerve and is like, this nerve controls the children. I just know it. Like, <laughs> why? How? Well, that's how the audience is going to find out about that. So they're, they're like, they just, it's like you skipped a scene. <laughs> Entirely. <laughs> like, no, how about he just knows? He's just going off vibes. <laughs> yeah. It looks like a kid controlling nerve. Yeah, you know, the controlling nerves we've all seen back in high school. Well, I mean, if we're being realistic, you see a lot of regular nerves. So when you see the, the regular nerve, it's like, that's got to be the kid controlling one. See, my problem has always been that they covered that on the same day that they did chlorophyll, and all I heard was borophyll. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was borophyll, in my opinion. That's boring chemicals. Um, so, yeah, they... <laughs> On to the nerve-wracking conclusion. Yeah, All okay. right. hey. we're, we're doing it. Mm. Um, they basically get ready to kill the bad guy, and he's like, well, if you kill me right now, I'll tell you still to jump off a cliff. And they really push that scene where I'm like, oh, this is not good. There's the, the POV shot of yeah, like, like, the kid's down. feet yeah. <laughs> looking down over the cliff. I'm about to see something I can't unsee, you know, it's not a good feeling. Yeah. <laughs> and then Blue Ranger's like, well, I'll just shoot him in the eye again. <laughs> it, it does roll that he set up like, uh, I'm holding them hostage. He's like, nope, <laughs> I'm risking this. Uh, great episode for our nerd of Virgin King. Um, they get also, that. why does he shout Blue Cherry when he shoots an arrow? It's just the like, name of it. Yeah. I, it's just like the thing that's... 
there, that's a translation thing, right? There's, it's like a, like an exclamation for his attack move. Right? Yeah, hopefully. Because it's, yeah. it's weird to, like, you don't shoot a gun and say, like, red tomato. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're an anime, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> I mean, if you're the cool as hell, you do, but... Because they they, sometimes they do have phrases and sayings, and sometimes they don't, which is really funny to me. So, But yeah, he really loves screaming that, and then they, they get him with the soccer ball that sends people to hell. And I love that they do like a little <laughs> dance move before that, where like they all five of them line up, turn back and yeah. look to each other, and he's like, Momo, do the thing that we always do on every episode. <laughs> I love when he says the command to do that, and she says, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Every single time. Yeah, no problem. Okay. She says okay a lot, and I find it very charming. Just very excited to get out the hell ball. Um, <laughs> I would love to have been at the meeting where they're like, all right, we can't do like cool robots or mechs or anything. Like, what about a volleyball? <laughs> Stay with we'll me. We'll end every episode with a volleyball explosion that sends them to hell. Yeah. And they'll get in a really cool line. We'll do a zoom in on each one of them, and we'll kick <laughs> yeah. it back and forth. Like, who let you in here, you know? Because <laughs> you're promoted to king of the writers. Was this the episode where they did, like, the count-off while they were all standing on the stairs? Or was that the one before that? I think it was the next one. Yeah, I think it was oh, the, the next, next one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they do that very often, too. Yes. Well, it just, it drove me nuts that they were out of order. <laughs> we they went one, two, three, definitely four. definitely Because here's what drives us really crazy, because we've done a few of these episodes now. It's been really fun to watch. Every once in a while, they'll do it in order, and then they'll go back to being out of order. Yeah. They're just fucking with us. I wonder if there's going to be some pattern that gets established over the next, like, 20 episodes or whatever. I feel like if somebody was, like, really off the deep and in, deep into conspiracy and they're watching this, they're getting so many things right now and writing it down, mm-hmm. messages. Like, they're doing the number order each time. Like, this is going to predict the fall of Western civilization. Yeah. They're like, 5-4, you flip it around. 4-5. Yeah. 9-11. Trump, <laughs> 45th president. You Honey, do you <laughs> want to know who really killed JFK? Yeah. <laughs> it was Momo Ranger. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, that, I mean, that sums up the episode pretty great. It's a, the, I, I should say so far, 17, 18, having a great time. 19, we're getting to another fun, just weird, oddball left curve of, like, what is this villain going to do? Does this feel like, uh, this episode, just uh, to preface it a little bit, does this feel like ratcheting up? Or like a shift to the side in terms of like shift to the side. What is yeah, actually like, happening? Yeah. I here. feel like yeah. Every once in a while, you'll get an episode where the it, it's a, yeah, it's a little like branch off, and you, I don't know. It's almost like they try to build sympathy for the for the villain. The, the villains have like this 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 not a contained story. There's but there's just more of an emphasis on what's happening on their yeah. in their world. Yeah. I guess. I, I'm sorry. Continue with no, the setup I, because, I, like, it's just such a. I feel like you should episode. get into this more because this episode is a wild, like, left field. Like, this feels like the we're gonna have a very special episode, but it's more about espionage and uh, how desires can make us do things that we really shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they have a secret weapon X. They just started off right away. I love that they get past the usual like we made this weapon. They're gonna try to steal. It. Like they already stole it. Don't worry about no. it. <laughs> we made a huge it's bomb. And also, it's an A-bomb. Here's some yeah. pictures of A-bombs yeah. being detonated. This is what it is. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and so... the Swedes had it for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Fucking pieces of shit. Um, is that who she, like, stole it from? I think that's what they implied, if I remember correctly. Lady, Lady Sapphire, was that her name? Lady yes, Sapphire. Lady yeah. Sapphire. I have some thoughts about Lady Sapphire. Yeah, which, once again, this feels like they're trying to, like, really flesh her character out, because I thought it was going to be, like, reveal, like, she's another one of the mask monsters. Yeah. Or, like, some other weird thing. But no, she's just, like, a no, straight she's up a, spy. She's, like, a third party. She, You know who she is? Uh, if you guys have uh, followed along with the recent Mission Impossible movies at all, yeah, the White Widow, 
she's the white widow. She's connecting a buyer and a seller. She's she's fine. She's like a, a she's a, a power broker. A broker. She's a yeah. power broker. Shadow broker. Yeah. She's she's a high level weapons dealer, power broker type, like the white widow in Mission Impossible. Yeah. Same I think thing. on the op- opposite side, Mission Impossible movie is very fun. But with going to Marvel and the power broker, if you watched any of the series. It's just, like, my favorite thing of saying how poorly they can't do any type of fleshing out of a character. Of, like, once again, it's this, like, former character that's now put in this position of being a bad guy. But, like, oh, here's the real reason they're doing it. They actually are kind of good. Just make them evil. Just, like, yeah. I mean, it's so stupid. This make them my, cartoonishly evil. This is my, this was my beef with, I know we're going off on a tangent, but yeah. the Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. And it's like the allure of Joker. Sorry, joking Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> Jock and Phoenix, yeah. joking. Yeah. Joking Phoenix. He legally uh, changed it after the Joker to Joking uh, Phoenix. Uh, but it's, no, it's, it's not as simple as it seems. It's, the allure of the Joker is like, he's just bad and insane. Yeah. He's, like, the same thing with like a, like a Frieza from Dragon Ball. Yeah. Like, he's like one of my favorite bad guys because he's just a piece of shit. You know, I mean, for like thirty plus years. I, I mean, I love even like because we saw it together in theaters, but like the Super Dragon Ball Z Super Brawly oh, movie. Yeah, I love that he just kills his dad because like I'm bored. <laughs> like, well, he's like, we gotta ramp this up a bit. Yeah. Boom! No remorse. No like, yeah. it's it's like yeah, there's that kind of bad in the world. Yeah. I think we're yeah. Because I, I think the, the Joker comparison is great because I think about, like, the reason I really like Batman the Animated Series is that even in the, the children cartoon, even though it's more for adults, but, like, that Joker is so frightening where, like, the idea of being alone in the room would be frightening to me on any level. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the modern Joker is, like, he just needs some SSRIs. Yeah. Like, that's all. It's like, come on. I mean, I thought <laughs> that was the allure of Heath Ledger's Joker as well, where it's just he's... Yeah. He's just... He just it. wants to wor- watch the world burn, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, it needs to be a force. I don't need to... to stop humanizing bad guys. That's why we got fascism now in this country so yeah. bad. Yeah. And it all started with, I don't know, I'll say the fox and the hound. Let's just throw it out there. <laughs> Make that theory work, listeners at home. Fuckers. Yeah. I don't need to put it together. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we have... Uh, I love the character of an intellectually lazy conspiracy theorist. Yeah, <laughs> do it for me. The moon happened more times than we're told. Finish that. I'm an idea guy. Just like the next Q drop is Q is like, hey, I got this really crazy idea, but could you finish the parts for me, guys? <laughs> the moon landing was actually filmed on Venus. Yeah. Finish it. You guys are making fun of it, but that's actually how the best conspiracy yeah. theorists yeah. work. <laughs> the Steve Jobs of conspiracy theorists. It's beautiful. Yeah. Keep I mean, going. after seeing all those interviews with like Ron Watkins for that QAnon documentary that was on HBO, it really was him just like, I'm just gonna throw it out there, and I'm a piece of shit, so who cares? I'll let him do it. Yeah, like, oh man. Anyways, back to the episode, I like that they were at the Hanada Airport because I've been there before in real life. So I'm like, I've been there, but it was 1975, so it looked a little different. Okay. Uh, that's, okay. that's my one little note. Thanks for sharing. Thank you. Uh, uh, Swordmask showed up, and I said Swordmask fucks. I really like the design. Swordmask, Swordmask is my favorite design. Yeah. Looks like a Lego guy. Yeah. yeah. Looks like a Lego guy with like a sword. A I little know. swashbuckly looking. He has a little pirate three musketeers yeah. boots on I'm, I'm, I was into his I think bit. one of my favorite things about it is that he has the giant knife on the side of his head 
And a lot of these suits have just been like aesthetically designed, but I like that he actually pulls it out. Yeah, there's utility to it. Yeah, he pulls, also, he pulls as many out as he wants. I love that he has a sword and he throws tiny ones. Yeah, <laughs> I really like. Like he throws it, and then it's like this tiny little thing. It's like he half a pair of scissors. Okay, but the, but just... the prop, dif- the differential between the two kinds of props is insane because his sword prop is like a big foam cartoon sword, yeah. and the little knives that he throws are like actual switchblade props. Yeah, <laughs> like, they look like sharp, and the other one look like a Lego toy. And then I like that he just has like a fencer's foil too as well. Yeah. yeah. Everything. Which you know at one so point good. it's gonna go on a wall and it's gonna bounce back and forth because it's yeah. funny. So, which it does. Um, we got a lot going on in this one. First off, I want to talk about the curry count. We're up to four bowls off screen because somebody let die and get then back he, there. He, cre- he prepares the fifth one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And he starts digging yeah. in. Yeah. He digs into the fifth. He shows up with rice on his face at the meeting. He's getting carried away. He's yeah. having a good time. Oh, and they also to get him to the meeting. It's in the bowl. It says, "Come quickly." Yeah. <laughs> what an insane way to send a message to someone in one room over. Yeah. Just open the door and say, "Come here." Don't be like, "Hey, I'm going to tell the chef that on the fifth bowl." <laughs> so what am I watching? Well, Fucking the bear season two. One <laughs> thing that that you might not know about the chef is that the chef master is the same as commander. Yeah, they're the same. They're guy, the right? same guy. Yeah. So master is commander. Master and commander. And Napoleon? Okay, sorry. Yes. And all of that seems insane, too. Because it's just like, all right, I'm done being a general for a minute, and I'm just going to... I'm really about cooking, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to cook curry for this guy, and then I'm going to put this passive-aggressive note. (laughs) Interesting that you say cook curry for this guy, because he is the only person we ever see eating in the cafe. Yeah. Am I correct? Does anyone else ever order... No, maybe. Maybe this explains his super strength. Really good curry. Are they mm-hmm. drugging the curry? They're, yeah. They're ju- he's juicing. They're putting super soldier serum in yeah. the curry. <laughs> it's oh, like a very Japanese yeah. version of Captain America. Yeah. Uh, I, I, uh, while we're tangenting, I want to jump back a little bit. There's a moment right at the beginning of the episode where uh, one of the characters, I, I can't actually remember if it's one of the one of the Black Cross Army or if it's one of the Go Rangers, but somebody reacts to the news that Miss Sapphire is selling this thing. By she basically does like what Tim Roth does in Hateful Eight, where when he finds out there's a woman around, he's like, a woman. <laughs> it's the most cartoony, like a woman is setting a bomb. It, it is so. I to paint this too. They they introduce the episode as the once again secret weapon X has been stolen. Lady Sapphire is the one who stole the plant. She's trying to sell it for ten billion yen. Um, once again, woman power, more to you. Also, I looked it up. Seventy-one million dollars. Nice. Still good good that's still a good sum. Yeah. So she's. And then is that today's or today's 75? dollars would have been about seventy two. Oh, actually, yeah, I didn't adjust for uh, the time frame. I didn't know it was from the seventies. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought it was yeah. over last year. Uh, we're talking a chunk of change. All right. Yeah. So this is probably a lot. Yeah, but um, I like like the the back and forth between her with the Black Cross Army, and then they actually like in, intercept with her a few times. And I like that. I thought this was going to be like she's playing one of these sides or the other, but it's like she's just trying to get money, which is kind of yeah. fun. It's a, it's a lot different than the usual episodes. That's why she reminded me of the White Widow. I'm telling yeah. you guys. Well, and also the you know like sword mask is like, what do you mean you don't have it? And then yeah. red red halo mask is uh, oh, sun halo. Yeah, sun, we haven't talked about it. sun halo is still in the background in all these episodes, and I love that they finally have like a lackey to yeah. the bad guy where he's like. He's not so much enough, but there's somebody there at the end of the episode to be like, ah, oh, I fucked up again. Yeah. <laughs> she pulls a real, like, Elizabeth Holmes yeah. kind of vibe. Like, yeah. She really does. Where, like, one guy's like, this seems fishy. 
But then the Sun Halo mask is like, I don't know, there's just something about her. Yeah, <laughs> he says that she thinks he's cute. I'm like, Sun Halo mask, be professional. Yeah, well, yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a moment after uh, they try to pay her with check and she refuses. Yeah. Oh, because like, she doesn't man. take checks. Yeah. Where one of, I don't remember if it's Sword Mask or Sun Halo or which one of them says it to the other. But one of them says, uh, she's an insolent woman. Yeah. And the other one says, she's not insolent. She's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he was crushing pretty hard on her. The whole scene was beautiful, too. Yeah. They, she so says funny. 10 billion yen and uh, all in cash, and then one of them goes, You'll take half my check. <laughs> and she's like, like I Immediately. I only love money. Or it like, felt, only trust cash or something. I work, yeah. I work in logistics, and it felt too realistic for like when we're going over contracts with our company. It's like somebody in here was working in the field, and they're just like, I'm going to put this in the episode for some reason. <laughs> it's so funny. And then also, it's just really funny to me because I like to imagine like the Black Cross Fury. Are like running off that scene so she did the check like make it bounce stop stop yeah. it stop it <laughs> cut it off We're just some guy it. in the Black Cross Army's accounting department like Jesus yeah. Christ you know freeze the count freeze the count freeze the shit he makes me do yeah. <laughs> there's also something funny about the fact that it was this subordinate that was mad about that yeah. it's like why is he doing the accounting why is he like no half check why does he care he's really trying to make a name for himself in the company. <laughs> or maybe he always gets paid in half check and he's like this person just got here yeah. like, I thought everybody got yeah. paid in half I've been working for 10 years. <laughs> this the is how they treat me. paid in half check is killing me. <laughs> That's the real evil of the black. <laughs> it's honestly a great critique of capitalism. <laughs> when I think about it. Like uh, every aspect of that scene was insane. <laughs> so <laughs> funny. Made no sense. Like random and if sexism. That, if that wasn't insane enough, they they cut back to the Go Rangers and what their plan's gonna be, and then our boy Mido Ranger, who doesn't get a lot of time, he's finally getting a little character this. Uh, He's like getting ready to hit Dida with his big old boomerang. He's like, What are you doing? He's like, Just stand there. And he hits him with it. And he's like, Okay, start moving around. He's like, I put some magnetic liquid on you so we could track you with this compass. So, Mercury. Yeah, it's Mercury. He put Mercury. He put Mercury. He put Mercury. Yeah. Also, the way he moved was bizarre. He's like, Move around. He does like this. Sh- sideways shuffle yeah. <laughs> like a diagonal shuffle to the corner of the room and it's like why would you do it that way it just well like, you just, just get hit in the face with a boomerang <laughs> he has a concussion <laughs> yeah, that, and the sodium induced psychosis that comes with eating five bowls of curry he's already got like the mad hatter thing going on <laughs> it's true we don't see him hydrate enough no. I'm worried about a it a concussion so bad that Will Smith will show up to fight for his rights <laughs> so <laughs> I'll never forget the fact that he did a movie called Concussion. But also, I also love the uh, the compass that he uses to track the metal, because wouldn't that just track everything? Yeah. <laughs> like, would the, how would that be useful to one tiny thing? A specific liquid metal, I guess, that only he can hone in on. And it was just a regular compass. There was a north on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, how is that? that? <laughs> yeah. It's real complicated science. Yeah, I mean, we wouldn't understand. You know, that's why I have to work for like, the fucking Was his boomerang coated with the north pole when he hit him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little Santa Claus magic in it. No, he's north pole, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. For some reason, I can never remember the south pole or the north pole for Santa Claus. That's such a weird thing to that's not remember. That's a weird thing to not remember, <laughs> yeah. man. The south pole? I don't have time to be thinking about Santa Claus all the time. I'm sorry. Dude, that's a legitimate excuse, I guess. I am a busy man. As a Jew, I yeah. got the north pole thing figured out pretty much. So. <laughs> I do love the idea of someone so busy they can't consider the north pole ever. <laughs> I can't I think about the north pole. I gotta be at work. <laughs> There's two poles. It's one of them. Who cares? I have to pay I'm somebody a half check and half 
catch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the weirdest dad possible. That's uh, what I'm trying to be. Um, I like that this episode, too, they had the Varbloon show up to rescue them. But it got a theme song in this episode. Okay, it has this crooner song. <laughs> yeah. And it also suddenly has a machine gun. So while it's shooting people with a machine gun, there's this, like, jazzy crooner <laughs> in the background. Like, it's, it's big insane. blue velvet vibes, I feel like. <laughs> yes, totally. Oh, girl. Oh, man. It's so funny. The the ver the Veribloon, which I cannot get over that name. Is that a technical term for anything? I that really we, did we have we ever determined the what Vera the fuck Bloom? a Veribloon is? What is a Veribloon in the show? The Veribloon is, is their their airship. Oh, their helicopter. It, that's what I would call it. Yeah. But the but the rotors are underneath it. Maybe that makes it a Veribloon. It's also weird that like their other mode of transportation is just like a slightly different mode of transportation. Like they go from <laughs> motorcycles to helicopter, and that's like just such a weird leap to me. Well, and jetpacks in between. Yeah, yeah jetpacks like these there. Are all, these are all extremely dangerous, extremely impractical. And then they're mega weapons of volleyball. Like all yeah. of them just seem odd. <laughs> they're like, what are we gonna do with our finisher? Oh well, we spent everything on the plane, the motorcycles. <laughs> yeah. What's in that volleyball? They're like, I don't know. Bring it over here. But look, you guys, you can't argue with results. No, they they do it. Black Cross Army would have taken over long ago if they weren't there. Mm, It's true. They they tried to do it with a baseball. They already took over Africa as far as we're aware. Uh, much like a lot of oh, I don't know, get the any, any results on Vera Bloom? I'm looking it up right there's a lot of information on the Power Rangers of Wikipedia but like okay you know get, tell me about the name come on so this is a word that they made up just for the their mode of transportation yes. essentially which right. is cool I like that I just it's such a weird fucking word yeah, it you feels don't, like you don't it's gotta be when a, people name a boat they don't just come up with a new word that's they why call it come know. sail away. Yeah, they don't call it like kuntbaka. They don't mix up something random. This also reminds me too. I should talk about this. Why I'm looking it up right now. But um, one of my favorite things is that these riddles we get asked every episode that Dida can't figure out is that they're just doing the straight translation. So they'll do like a little subtext of like what it means in Japanese yeah. and what it translates to. I feel like I'm learning Japanese the more I watch the series. Yeah, I kept trying to look up the answer. I was like, does that like rhyme or make sense? How is this a riddle? But is, is it still just like a question? Or it's like a dual meaning. A word that sounds like another word. Are we talking right? about the bug that can't walk thing? Yeah. Because that was way over my head. I'm not a smart all, man. All of it's just confusing because a lot of it's just like, I don't get where the trick is. It just sounds like you're asking like, what kind of bug has wings? And they're like, a fly. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? Well, it wasn't the, the, the Actually, that was answer the like a, a woman or something. It wasn't the answer like a, it was like a, a, I think a ladybug? Like a lady yeah. I don't know how that Why makes sense. Why a ladybug? I think I it's the understand. sound of the word probably sounds like. Yeah, you know, it's gotta be. That's what I'm wondering if it's yeah. a translation thing. Yeah, it's definitely a translation. I gotta look up this more. It could also episode. be a writing thing though. We can't rule that out. Yeah. yeah. No I'm more. going down more and more uh, just Wikipedia holes, but it's just getting into more and more weird stuff. I just want to know what yeah. it means. Brandon has access to the dark web and is... Yeah, he's checking 4chan now. <laughs> yeah. Why are his eyes vibrating in his skull? Apparently I have to buy a child. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently I'm something called a red pill. Yeah. I don't know. And I have to get it through Wayfair? Um, <laughs> God, what a, what a time to be alive, right? Yeah, I love it. It's great. No notes. Yeah, everything's going very well right now. <laughs> Perfect. Yes, what a time to be alive. Uh, so the the um, mm, there's a couple of really disturbing images in this episode. Yeah, uh, we had a suicide bomber. 
Uh, a hard cut to black after the suicide bomber, oh, might I say. So like, yeah, just like up. a just like a shut the door on that. Yeah. Uh, we have the Veribloon machine gun killing people with a crooner in the background, which we had just discussed. Yeah. But there's also like right after that, there's a shot of a burning guy. Oh yeah. Which, oh yeah. That was bad. Like a full like dude in like a chemical suit, you know, on fire, which was like on the ground, fucking just, like, awful. To let you know that he is dead. Yeah. yeah. He like he, he's he's. It's a corpse. It's meant yeah, to be yeah. a burning corpse. Yeah, Sun Halo Master did that, and I like that they finally established, like, yeah, this dude will fucking ice you if you're not careful. Yeah. He will set you on fire. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun to watch, but also uh, it, very intense, once again, for this being a, a child show in 1975. Um, I've talked about this, too, uh, a few times, but I don't think I've talked about it with you all. But I've talked about Ultraman Ace, which was airing in 1975 as well, um, which got, uh, like, a from Japan's own, like, board of, like film told him to tone down the violence because it got so violent there's an episode where like he tore the skin off a monster and then decapitated him <laughs> and I'm like for a kid cool. show it's pretty intense but it's funny Quite that intense. this came out at the same time you have this airing and then also common uh, writer Amazon would have been filming and airing in 1975 as well which was also extremely violent so there's just like something going on in Japan in the 75 these this in some ways seems more violent than the Power Rangers I remember growing up. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's some of, like, the the insert shots of their fight scenes have, you know, like, a guy on fire or somebody really getting shot or something. And th- well, that just did not make it all the way well, this to is the a, 90s. This is a, like, this was a manga first, right? And yeah, it was. So I think it's the translation of making something that's cartoon into real. Yeah. And it's, I mean, like, if you were to make a Looney Tunes cartoon reel. You'd be like, oh my god. Yeah, like, yeah. He just exploded his dark. own head with a cigar. You know what I mean? And it it's be, so funny. Yeah, and it's hilarious <laughs> when it's animated, but when you put like real, like real life stuff in it, it's like, oh yeah, that's why we don't just show yeah, that. Yeah, that suddenly gets a lot darker. Yeah, they must have toned it down. And like, once oh, again, yeah. going back to Shitaro Ishinomori, uh, who made this, uh, the manga, his mangas were pretty violent and over the top too. Like I said, they were really like very clear messages against fascism and yeah. things like that. So it's just were they uh, still aimed at children mostly? Or I think mostly. I'm just typing maybe in maybe slightly older children, like teenage teenagers, like adolescent. I'm thinking like the ten to twelve year old. Yeah, n- not so much like the elementary age kids that I would think would be watching yeah. this show more. I feel like they probably shifted towards that because yeah. it's like that's. I read something about how in the 80s, you know, you got all the, basically, uh, people like Mattel and stuff, they, they'd make the toy and then they'd make the cartoon. Yeah. yeah. And then they realize, like, it's like, if we, you don't need to target, like, the parents, you target the kids, and then the kids bother the parents until they buy the thing. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering if, like, as they're figuring that out in the 80s, they started to, like, make it a little more, like... Your parents are gonna let you watch it because there's not a machine gun coming. Which definitely it, it has happened over the years, especially with all these franchises making it more. I mean, it was always for kids, but more kid centric. Yeah. Because um, it's like it's definitely a lot more goofy nowadays than it was back in the day of like the bad guys, the soldiers. They just have like machine guns, like AK forty sevens, and they just fired them off. And then, like, you have to worry about children jumping off a cliff for one episode for some reason. Yeah. And Jesus Christ. All, so the, all the villains are sent to hell by a ball. <laughs> I, I just keep thinking of, like, just imagine getting murdered by a guy in that awful 
costume. Yeah. <laughs> just like, just, that's the guy who kills you is this guy in this stupid sun-kissed yeah. hat. A guy that looks like uh, he's on the bottle of the like, sun. Yeah, the sun light. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, to even tie it back to this episode, it, it feels even more weird and violent. Like, uh, Lady Sapphire finally gets a get God at the end of the episode. Yeah. Of, like, they're tired of her betraying her, so Swordmaster just pulls out his sword and, like, stabs her, like, pretty yeah. pretty violently, and then throws her in the water. I'm like, damn, dude. Yeah. It, it was, that was the most, like, murdery death. Oh, yeah. That yeah. we've seen on the whole show so far, I think. I like that even, like, Sun Halo Mask is like, whoa, man. <laughs> it was like, come on. We're the Black Mask, aren't we? We're the Black Cross Army, but we, yeah. you know. I know she was lead, insolent, you know? but she was adorable. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, they uh, they they wrap it up. They they catch up with uh, Sword Mask. They have a fun fight again. I like that they're using all this like weird scenery of like the coast and the beach area. But I like that the way they undo him is they they send the sword back into his hell. And it's like, oh my own weakness, my sword. I'm like, okay, I guess. <laughs> and they, they they give him the hell ball. He's burning now forever in the pits of uh, you know Dante's Inferno. Um, and then they showed the very episode once again, like trying to make like a weird, very heavy-handed message of like the blueprints coming up from the water with all the money, and then like I think Red Ranger even says like uh, her love of money is what did her in. It's like almost like a beauty killed the beast. Yeah. <laughs> also, they revealed that the uh, the blueprints that she was trying to hide were on the inside of her scarf. Yeah, and water activated. But also, if you had that, why wouldn't you just give them the actual blueprints so they wouldn't murder you? Yeah. Or why don't you just give that that in the first place to make the money without the risk? They were going to give her half a check again. Yeah. Ready to run. <laughs> it was just Do weird you that have she been had always it. Oh, I've reached my limit. Uh, man, PayPal will you take again? a check? Well, if this happens, then we have to go kill Peter Thiel. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, I'm on board. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's the end of the three episodes, the run that we did for this, and I think it, all three of these. I mean, we'll get into reviews. I feel like right away. No, there were bangers. No yeah. need for review. What we just yeah, every one of them rule. I mean, if if we're being honest, I feel like it's gonna shake out that way. I mean, we've been doing it five out of five uh, Power Rangers. Basically, you have all five colors there. You know, we have them in the series. I like I said, I keep feeling like the show's gonna drop off, but with this batch. I'd give it a five out of five again. I think I think all bangers. Oops, all bangers. (laughs) Uh, I got to agree. I've been giving a lot of four, four and a half ratings uh, because I sort of like reserved this skepticism that it's gonna get dumb or boring or it's they're not going to be able to introduce any new elements. But they've continued to introduce little things that are really fun and funny. And, uh, like, the the bad guys were amazing in these episodes. It was yeah. some of the best that we've watched. Yeah. Five out of five. Yeah, I mean, I'll give it five, too. I will say, I do feel like the episodes as a whole are getting a lot better, you know? Yeah. But I will, like, I loved the hair mask guy. And I loved the sword mask guy. But... I felt like the Cyclops mask guy was a little... First draft. Yeah, that was a little, like, I would expect that in the first bit of episodes, but they went so hard in the beginning that it's like, there's going to be some, like, not super inspired costumes or whatever, but the episodes as a whole were great, and their their powers are still absolutely absurd. And, yeah, five out of five Rangers. To to your point, I don't mean to cut you off, Billy, but, like... I think it is kind of cool that when we did have 
for lack of a better term, a less inspired villain for an episode. The episode itself was so bananas. Exactly. Yeah. There's really nothing like, to complain oh, about. Oh, they're fighting children now? <laughs> yeah, okay. there's, like, yeah, you've got my attention. Maybe the so, episode overshadowed the villain in that one, and I'm like... And oh, two of the agents went undercover, and they have to have a fake fight in front of it, and his headbutt opens the jail yeah. cell. The, the undercover bit was really fun. It, it was. was uh, it also didn't make a lot of sense, because how did they, like, get through that? Because the guy hypnotizes people. How did they just, like, evade that? Just, oh, no, we're on your side. Yeah. Isn't it, like, close your eyes or something? Something. Yeah, <laughs> something like. But they that. don't like cover any of that. They made they glossed over this like whole weird subplot. Yeah. I really liked if it was something even more ridiculous. Like if you just cross your fingers when he does it, it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a pinky swear. Um, yeah, I, I I feel like um, yeah, it's just they're it's all bangers. I really agree with that. It's so good. I'm expecting to drop off eventually, but they just keep upping the ante, like you said. I, as dumb as it was, I was into it enough that in the funhouse scene, I literally out loud said, no, that's black hair mask. You're walking right by him. <laughs> yeah, come on. So I was like, oh, I'm kind of invested in this. You idiot. <laughs> I do, I, I like the idea that we're going to know this show jumped the shark the episode when we get into the villains just mask mask. They're like, oh, you're going to have an idea. <laughs> Oh, he's, just, he's got a mask and oh. he's, gonna, he's gonna take off his mask and there's another mask <laughs> they would actually probably make that very fun for the show that though. would be so good I think jumping the shark will be like red hair mask yeah. can we do that again yeah. it's just him they dyed it kind of but not all the way yeah. <laughs> he's throwing red weaves perm yeah. hair mask <laughs> oh man yeah it's uh we, we, we can get into our our stupid game section Stupid games. But before we do, I just want to be like putting it out there. Will we have this enjoyment and we'll be this thrilled? Because there's this first series has 85 episodes. Oh, like my spine hurt a little when you said that. It's it's something that's supposed to like been in the back of our minds this whole time is like there's 85 of them. What do we do with that? We're almost a quarter of the way through though. And having a great time. But for that staff. Like, were they filming more than one a week? Were they filming, like, two back-to-back every day, like, twice a week? They didn't see I, their I think it aired over two years, years right? When, it, when was, it didn't all air in right. 75. When was cocaine introduced to Japan? That's what we need to figure <laughs> out. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> that's why the show exists. Yeah. Maybe it was 1975. We cracked it, guys. We cracked it. Okay. So I... I I'm going to pull this up here right now. For my game, I was going to go over the last three episodes and have you guess what the actual uh, villain mass name is uh but i also wanted to let you know by the time they got to the episodes the last four or the last three for 85 no it was 84 episodes sorry i misspoke it was night it was the last episode was march 26 1977 okay so, so, yeah, okay, so it's just yeah, yeah so it was really and, and just ran and ran and ran. i'm glad that wasn't just one year yeah insane this all happened in four Can't months <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Pulling up all it's like them. Netflix. They put them all up at once. Yeah. I'm pulling up all <laughs> the mass characters right now, which I just realized is why I should have wrote this out ahead of time. But for the final, uh, the final three episodes here, pulling this up right now, episode 82, I'm give you the title: Black Magician, Mystery of the Dollhouse. Um, Am I supposed to guess his powers? Actually, give me that. Why I'm pulling this up right now. Uh. Well, first off, the term black magician. I don't like that. But Mystery of the Dollhouse. Uh, I'm assuming it's a magician that makes people tiny. Yeah. I like that a lot. Okay. 
Uh, I'm going to put this out there now. So here's the three names I'm going to give you. One of these is his actual name. Is it Magician Mask? Is it Black Flame Mask? Or is it Yo-Yo Mask? I... I... I, I got... <clears throat> Yo-Yo. Okay, I'll put you down for Yo-Yo. I want to say Yo-Yo too, but I'm going to say Black Flame Mask. I also would say Black Flame Mask. It is Yo-Yo Mask. Yeah! <laughs> See, you got so cool. to go with... Uh... With the child's toy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> also, his power is that he makes lifelike wax dummies. I love how insane the show is. It makes no sense. <laughs> well, uh, See, I, we're going to have to watch to this episode. Also, so I know. Can... I'm like, I'm. Uh, th- this is going on episode 82 still. I'm like, this is... So, this... so that guy gets the power to make lifelike wax dummies... And somehow that leads him to a life of crime. Yeah. <laughs> How do you like see? I have this power. I'm going to take over the world. Well, maybe, Why wouldn't you just like maybe decorate, get a job in decorate the house? You can yeah. make a living off it. Use it for good. Use it for weird sex stuff. You could like, be in Madame Tussauds. Man, yeah, maybe he got turned away, and he's like, I'll show them. Yeah, <laughs> no one turns away, yo yo man. <laughs> maybe this show does stay really fun because here's the pin penultimate episode. So this is episode 83. The title is Orange First Love: The Roaring Megapolis. Um, yeah, that's what I thought it was going to be yeah. called. Yeah. The, I want to give the no, synopsis for this. Peggy reencounters a former Eagle superior and her first love, who has suddenly become a servant of the Black Cross. Oh. Well, when you said first love, I was worried, but when you said has become a servant of the Black Cross, I became intrigued. Yeah, there's a twist. Also, there's some sort of. I don't know. I don't think she should be fraternizing with a superior officer. There's, yeah, there's some, weird some power thing. dynamics going on here that aren't. Happening. Peggy's better than that too. Yeah. Love Moa Ranger. She also just sidebar. Are they a military organization? Are they directly? They're government? so they're eagle, and they're like basically this kind of like weird like above the law, but not quite part of the government. But so at some point they'd have to sit in front of a congressional panel and explain their actions. Yeah. It's, it stands. <laughs> it stands for Impossible Mission Force. Yeah. And we say that jokingly, but I swear to God, Hideki Anno, who already did Shin Godzilla, is going to make Shin fucking Himitsu Go Rangers, and it is going to be them in a panel having to explain their actions. I would genuinely love that. Yeah. I, so you kicked a volleyball, correct? Yeah. You know, answer the senator's question. We didn't kill him, we sent him to a hell dimension. It's <laughs> different. I'm going to make this a little bit easier. Well, maybe I'll make it harder. I'm, this mask is an animal theme mask, so is it giraffe mask? Is it tiger mask? Or is it cheetah mask? Cheetah mask. I really Sorry, hope, I'm jumping the game. I no. really hope it's Giraffe Mask. I, I really want it to be Giraffe Mask. I feel like too. I tricked you too because Giraffe seems like the weirdest choice. It's actually Tiger Mask. No one got this one. No, no. Tiger Mask seems the most normal. That's my Right, I know. And well, They're really... You can't put a pin on anything. I'll show you the picture though. He definitely looks fucked up. <laughs> Holy shit. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, that's oh, okay. right. sick. So this guy has... His mask is mostly teeth yeah. with some eyes all the way on the top. His torso has more teeth on it. His sword looks like it has teeth on it, and his forearms look like they are just a bunch of teeth wrapped together. And his power is clairvoyance or oh, something like that. That's what the power is. I mean, that's the fun thing about the show is like I'd watch every week just to see what fucked up power they're gonna give them. All right, uh, Tiger Mask is one of the goals. Last, he's endangered. Yeah. I want a prequel of Black Hair Mask. I want to know why he died when his comb ran out of teeth. Yeah, what happened there? I want more about these guys. Oh, God, where is his powers though? This is what I want to get to. Oh, he can just breathe fire. Come on. They, okay, this was 
I think his ability is such like a common monster ability that this was the episode like okay we're ending it next one we we've, we've run out of ideas yeah this is too normal somehow we've ran out of ideas breathing fire amateurs yeah. was this American television yeah <laughs> and I'm gonna go back actually one uh, episode before I started because the last episode they just fight the Black Fear so it kind of makes sense so I want to that's what I want I know I'm excited yeah. so we're gonna go to episode eighty one. Uh, blacked out the murder spy trap all these titles once again bangers I'll give a synopsis of the episode when Kinji is set up uh, as a murderer and as a spy by a friend and a mass monster what he goes on the run to find out the reason why that's literally a Mission Impossible episode yeah and Kinji is by the way oh, our Green Ranger um, Mido Ranger so the Disco Ranger yeah. oh my god this mask is gonna be when I I'm gonna have to give you three crazy options just so that you cannot guess this. Is this either Ace Mask, Lamprey Mask, or Kettle Mask? Kettle Mask. It's gotta be Kettle, Kettle, Kettle Mask. Kettle Mask seems more likely, but I want to see a Lamprey Mask. Yeah. Ah, it's gotta be Kettle Mask, right? I got some great news for all of you. First off, you're both right. Kettle Mask is the correct one. <sighs> there is actually Lamprey Mask. <laughs> <laughs> We're all winners today. Yeah, I'm excited. Kettle Mask also... Fucked up cool design. Look at this guy. I oh, hell yeah. I don't even know how you describe this one. No, no, he, he does it. look like there's a there's a I fought him with Elden Ring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's an Elden Ring monster. There's a particular style of Japanese teapot oh, that is yeah. studded like that, and I that's sort of like what he looks like to me. Alright, let's see what his powers are. Oh, to be added, okay. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here's his arsenal. His main ability is to emit a hot steam with water down an opponent in order to scald them. <laughs> and That's then he also uses, brutal. And then he uses smaller kettles to mote smoke screens to escape. Okay. <laughs> what? I'm glad they're so insane. So he's just throwing steamy kettles He's just around. an angry barista, basically, <laughs> at this point. Does he have to, like, tip? To yeah, yeah oh, that'd be so fun. He does the song every time. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, give me a minute when I heat up, you're going to get so burned. When I get steamed up, you're going to hear me. Uh, you're going to tip me over, and you're going to pour me out. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to have that. I do, okay, real quick, because I know we should wrap it up soon, but i got to read what Lamprey Mask's ability is. Uh, first off, great fucked up design, too, for him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, really want I can't even start with that one. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. What is happening? It's like an old cigarette machine or something. <laughs> <laughs> he gives kids cancer. Like, oh, no. Okay, <laughs> Arsenal, his main ability is to submit a... Wait, no, this is the same guy I was just looking at. Oops. I gotta go back one that, No, I'd be great if he had the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> They're all just steampunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, they, I really didn't see that coming at all. Steampunk origins. Why do they have the same powers? Yeah, no, he's got a bunch of weird ones, which is he possesses a trident staff, is capable of swimming, and his greatest abilities, he can project fire from each of his eyes like projectiles. Okay, but he's capable of swimming? Yeah, he's a great swimmer. <laughs> okay. okay. What episode is he from? That's what I want to find out now. One of his no. powers is shared by, like, every corgi. That he <laughs> There's going to be a film like that. That's why I feel like I, I mean, once again, I said it's 84 episodes, but, like, I'm just going to have to keep watching. Oh, there's an Iron Princess mask? Okay, I guess I'm looking at Spoilers. Yeah. Into this. Yeah. Oh, gross. Okay, I guess I'm looking at all these now. Might be for future games. Well, anyways, uh, I think we should just get into the good old recommendations and plugs. Recommendations. If you want to 
plug or recommend anything. Um, I'll kick it off because I gave it away earlier, but I'm going to recommend the Japanese film classic Haosu. Um, I don't know how you describe Haosu other than it is an experience. A bunch of uh, women are on a summer camp adventure together. I guess is how you put it on us, but they're going to this hillside where this house is, and then um, it's ran by an evil lady that's also a cat, but also the house has to eat people to survive, and it's none of it's filmed in a way you would imagine how this is done. <laughs> I don't I don't know how to describe it otherwise. It's one of the most unique movies I've ever seen. Yeah. It's really great. Like one of them is like I love doing karate, so she like tries to like fight a bunch of flying objects at one point. Um, it. It's, it's so hard to describe any of this film. One of them likes eating watermelon a lot. Like huh. it's just it's it's a movie. It's no, it's an experience. I'm That's a that. review. Yeah. It's, it's a, a movie. It's a says movie. the New York Times. Yeah, Vanilla yeah. Darkus. Yeah. But my recommendation, if you've never seen House, you go check it out. It's on Max. I think maybe for mm-hmm. until they yeah, take it off for tax reasons or whatever. So. Yeah, anybody else got anything? House who fucks. Um, I am gonna recommend. I got two recommendations here, you guys. Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. Yeah, it's they keep really better. fucking good. Yeah. It's really fucking good, you guys. Like, it's the the. the I, I have a lot of thoughts about like what Tom Cruise is doing with his life and career, and it's all awesome. <laughs> I have no notes. He's just fucking insane. Uh, have you seen that video of him eating popcorn? <laughs> Love my movies. Yeah. Love my popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. It, I cannot figure it out. I, I feel like you could do an entire college paper dissertation on trying to figure out what was he thinking, what are the vibes he's trying to get off, what's he like going through mentally. Tom Cruise is fascinating to me. There is a great book about him that I want to read. Uh, I can't it's called the, the Bible. The author. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, he's just a fascinating, weird, sad man, and uh, it's all for our benefit, so go see that. I'm also going to recommend taking too much mushrooms and having a trip that you're not in control of. <laughs> yeah. I did that last week. I'm still unpacking it. Had a couple therapy sessions about yeah. it. We'll have more. I, mean, uh, I died. I got pulled through different dimensions of reality, all that stuff, and uh, it was pretty fucking great, so do it. It's a. Uh, I mean, they they recommend that for some therapies of doing psychosilabin, and I think it's it's pronounced. But I feel like psilocybin. Psilocybin. Fuck it. Fuck it. Psychosilabin. Psychosilabin. I like yours better. Psychomantis. <laughs> um, Are you on mushrooms right now? It's, it's like it's I haven't done them in years because our one friend who used to make them isn't here anymore, and I miss her dearly for both being a good friend and giving us mushrooms. Uh, I remember one time dearly that we got a bat or a batch from her, and I I did something. I went to the Logan Arcade, and it was an experience. I think I was also tripping on mushrooms that night. There were a bunch of people tripping on, at the Logan Arcade one night. Yeah, I wonder if I was there. I think it's all the the person we're thinking of who was giving us mushrooms too. Maybe but, you were all at home individually, and you just. <laughs> <laughs> I can never tell when people are on shrooms, so I always just like they're weird tonight. <laughs> it's like always just goes right over. Do, my they, head. do they hate me? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's it's like, why is he so happy? Why is he going that way? There's nothing there. I used to do a whole bit about it, but uh, at one point when I was like at the height of it at the Logan Arcade, I had gotten like twenty dollars worth of quarters, and I was shaking my hand like money's worthless, and I was just handing them out to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, if you ever, 
if I want to give you some advice, if you're ever tripping and you're worried that you're going to freak people out or you're giving out the wrong vibe, if you give out free money, no one cares. Yes. <laughs> and only, like, only cash, no checks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, shit, I can get another round in The Simpsons? I'm fine, man. I'm doing good. Hell yeah. I'm going to remember that line all the time. Like, you'll take half by check. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime someone's like, the total will be 20 bucks, you'll take half by check. <laughs> That's why I've enjoyed doing this side project for Pazuki so much and going through Sentai shows like this is like there's so many episodes that are just so batshit insane you can't stop thinking about them like we've talked about it so much but there's one episode where there's a werewolf army where they give you bad blood and it makes you a werewolf and there's just so many things that happen that make no sense there there's a scene where there's like a it's, it almost looks like a dog obstacle course and all these <laughs> werewolves and cop uniforms are doing front flips I'm not making this up yeah. this they're literally like tumbling awesome. yeah, yeah. Uh, TV. Yeah. Oh, recommendations, I guess. Uh, you know, we got all the uh, the writers' strike going on, and now the actors are striking. And I just lost my job, but I got another one. Nice. Uh, I'm sorry. I, no, it's fine. I recommend uh, going on strike. Yeah. <laughs> I really recommend. You know, I, I was talking to Brandon about this before we started recording, but the the pandemic if the pandemic showed us anything, it's that you know these. These people you work for or whatever, they need you just as much as you need them. They need you much more than you need yeah, them. And more. it, uh, you know, I I worked at a place and they, they didn't treat me in a way where it was, you know, there was no gratefulness or like your hard work means nothing to them. It's, it's not, it's not about people working together. It's about you working for somebody and making them money. So if you work at a job right now and you're working so hard and they're just treating you like crap, work exactly the amount uh, you need to work based on what you're getting paid. And I mean, I, if you got to unionize, <laughs> it's almost like there's somebody on this episode that would be great to reach no, out about. No. <laughs> I, it's, I mean, we are getting to the point where, I mean, the UPS thing happening and the fact that they got their contract is awesome. But it's weird that I almost had thought, like, well, if it didn't, we might have had a general strike, too. But no, they should. I'm glad they got their contracts. So. Yeah. Uh, I, I've, uh, as a sidebar, I, uh, there's a pretty good episode of a podcast I just listened to. Uh, called The Joe Rogan Experience. Called The Joe Rogan <laughs> Experience. Uh, no, uh, where uh, a couple of UPS Teamsters were being interviewed, and live on the podcast, they found out that they had gotten this contract, and they were not happy. Uh, with the terms of that contract. Uh, it's so weird yeah, how the media paints it because like they did get some of the stuff they were fighting for, which is great, but they wanted more and the general strike I think could have happened with it. But well, then the media instantly is reporting like they got their contract, everyone's happy, everything's they, fine. <laughs> have they voted on it yet though? I don't think they have. Well no, it does need to be voted on yeah. and uh, so I, don't think, I don't, don't think like that it. actually happens for a couple weeks. But from my understanding, I think a big part of the way that that union is structured really does prevent people from getting good information. Um, and so that vote might be a, uh, is a long shot to have it be turned down. So yeah. we'll see what happens. But Yeah, because I mean, even with like all the SAG-AFTRA stuff and then uh, also the fact that we have the right strike going for 74 days now, I think, right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's. I like that it's stirring the pot because so many people are like, oh man, I'm in the same bad conditions as these people. Maybe yeah. I should do something. Yeah, like that, I'm hearing that more because back in the day, you used to hear a lot more of like, well, why do they deserve to make so much? Now they're just like, I should do that. Yeah, like, yeah they are getting what the they deserve. The conversation's changing. It's, it's also genuinely fun to see writers and actors go on strike because it's people who know how to get attention and spin a narrative. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they're doing that 
pretty well right now. Mm-hmm. And we'll see how the rest of it goes. But someone uh, tweeted something that I thought that was really good. It's like I hear all these strikers are paid actors. <laughs> <laughs> Barely paid actors. <laughs> yeah, it's just like so smart and succinct. There was one other good uh, moment, like a uh, Ron Perlman was on a. Oh, that was so like, good. Like, talking about how there's a lot of ways to lose a house. Hellboy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love that man. He's a he's a peach. It's like awesome. strikes, strikes never change. Um, <laughs> it's a very deep cut. He narrated all the Fallout games. And, okay, I know. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I know, know who he is. Okay, we get all the listeners at home know. Um, I'm a big fan of his stance on burning down houses. It's it is that thing of like one last uh, story on this, and then we can get out of here. But like, I also feel like that everyone has that coworker. That's like kind of like a little bit more centrist, and they're like, "Oh, why are the why are the writers and the actors striking? They're like they're in Hollywood making money." I had one person at my job asking that. I heard somebody talking about how like much they're actually making. They're like, "Whoa, they're not paying them anything anymore." Yeah. Like, it, yeah, that's that's how bad mm-hmm. it is. Like mm-hmm. the positions of power in this country, where used to think of like actors and writers were like these Hollywood fat cats getting paid time. Like they're not even getting money. So yeah, mm-hmm. so strike. I, yeah. That's great. I'm gonna end with that too. We'll oh, Billy didn't give. His recommendation. Okay. Yeah, don't really? me out. I almost got away with it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear what, what I don't think I don't think I have anything right now. No plugs. No, I was trying to think of stuff to recommend, and you took the union thing, <laughs> yeah. which is bullshit. <laughs> totally unfair. Yeah. You can go up to my thing. It's all about working together to yeah. achieve a goal. You know. I would recommend. Go Rangers! Yeah, thank yeah. you. It's solid. Yeah, I think absolutely. we've had another guest do that because, like, uh, my, my my sheer joy of doing this podcast side project is showing people this show. I think it's an impression like it's going to be some old show that I don't care about. People watch like what was going on. No, it's, it's batshit. Yeah. the whole way through it rules. Yeah, it just I miss that. Like, we need more batshit media out there. Mm-hmm. I don't need somebody backstory about like fucking thirty episodes before they actually do something. I wonder, kind of, yeah. I wonder if the show exists because they had a writer's strike, so they didn't write anything. <laughs> it, 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 it does kind of give you, like, uh, Conan O'Brien during the yeah. last writer's strike vibe yeah. where he's, like, spinning his wedding ring on the table or something. <laughs> and, and if their whole, like, costumes department was on strike, that'd make a lot of sense. <laughs> we found this old weave. It's we lamp can mask. Use it. yeah. Lamp mask uses lamps. <laughs> he uses steam. You're like, no, how is this all... And his power is to go back in time. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I, I feel like uh, we'll, we'll do our usual sign-off here. It was a joy having you here, really. But um, we've been saying each episode, when life gives you problems, give him the soccer ball. <laughs> send him straight to hell. Send him to hell. Yeah, <laughs> we, should, we should make it now just send him to hell. Send him to hell. Yeah. That's a good one. show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. The words get stuck in my throat. <laughs>